everybody and welcome to the Next Level Remote Podcast, where you get hands-on, no fluff and straight to the point quick tips on how to improve your everyday remote work routine, skyrocket your productivity and make the very best of your life when working online. I am your host Denise May, remote professional of 10 years and founder of the blog Digital Nomad Soul where I help other aspiring remote professionals and digital nomads on their path to a location-independent life. Thanks so much for joining us today. Today is the fourth part of my mini-series, How to Work from Home While Your Kids Are Around. As explained in the first one, I have so many tips for you that I had to split the content, so be prepared for plenty of tips to come. And again, the disclaimer, not all of these tips will work for your situation. It all depends on things like how many kids you have, how old they are, if they need to be homeschooled or if they're on vacation and so on. So listen to all of the tips and pick the ones that work best for your situation. Okay, let's start with tip number one today and that is go outside. Keeping your small kids inside your apartment or your house all day won't work. There's just too much energy involved. Make it a habit to go out with them regularly. You can use your lunch break or your break in the morning or afternoon or just like go out for a walk or a bike ride or go to the playground. Just let your kids run. The goal is to burn off as much energy as possible. Once you're back home, they will be a bit more chilled and in most cases that being outside will stop them from tearing your house apart while you're trying to get your work done. And on top of that, the fresh air and different scenery is also great for your own productivity to get a break from work and to reset your brain to get more creative and more productive. Tip number two is prepare entertainment. Now we all know the situation. The entire kid's room is full of toys and games and yet they have no idea what to play with and are bored. Prevent that. I have collected a few ideas that might help you so see if you like one of those. Idea number one is or just tip number one is don't give them all of the toys that they have at once. It's just too many options. Hand them out one by one so they always have a little surprise and feel like it's something special for today. Next tip, dig out old toys. Maybe you have a box with old toys or games in your basement or attic which they haven't played in ages but used to love. Your kids may fall in love again with these toys if they see them again after a while. Next one is make a daily or even weekly list of games. So make a list of potential games that your kids can play every day or every week and read it to them in the morning. Make sure not to set a strict plan, but rather give them options to choose from. Another idea would be a jar of games. So write down all of their toys or games on little paper snippets and place them in an empty jar. When they are bored, they can simply pull out a slip from the jar and know what to play next. Another idea would be themed weekly adventures. So if you want to be very creative, you could also come up with a new game theme every week. For instance, week one, you can play or they can play everything castle around, like dressing up like a princess 
drawing castle paintings, singing Disney songs, making a paper crown, playing with toy horses or princesses, stuff like that. Week two could be everything dinosaurs. Week three, outer space, something like that. Try to group it together so it's always something new and interesting and fun for your kids. And another idea could be toy swapping. So instead of constantly buying new toys to keep your kids entertained, you could also swap toys with other parents. Everyone fills up a box with toys and exchange it for a week or two with other parents. Your kids will always discover something new and you don't have to spend money on it, which is like a great alternative. And as an extra tip, make sure to write your name on the toys or include a list so everything finds its way back home to you. And again, with all of those tips, make sure to give your kids options and inspirations and no strict plans. Also, do yourself a favor and pick entertainment that is rather quiet and not too accident prone. So suggesting something that involves trumpets or drums or pointy or sharp utensils is usually not the best idea. Tip number three for today is organize virtual playdates. So if your kids cannot play with others during the day, you could organize virtual playdates. Just as you can have video conferences, your kids can have video playdates. Use a tablet or your phone to connect them with one of your kids' friends. Give them an hour or so to play together. They could sing songs, draw pictures, or play with their toys in their room. Kids are very creative and usually find something to play with while they're at it. So this could be a nice exchange for playing alone all the time when you just have a virtual play date with, um, with their best friend. Tip number four is ask for chores. Now this is something that my mom used to do when I had school holidays and got bored. She wrote me a list of chores. And of course, I was not a big fan of these lists. But in case your kids get bored too during the day and can't find something interesting to do, suggest them, suggest them to do chores instead. That could be tidying up the room, emptying the dishwasher, vacuum the living room, water the plants, something easy like that. And in most cases, your kids will magically disappear into their rooms and find something much more important to do, leaving you alone to get your work done. And tip number five for today is prepare snacks. So naturally, your kids will come and ask you for snacks several times during the day. And while minor, these are still moments that interrupt your productivity. And in the end, you might find it so annoying that you give them chocolate 10 times a day or something. So prevent this and prepare snacks in the morning. What you could do is simply slice an apple or carrots or prepare a bowl of nuts or berries or get other healthy snacks ready for the day. And of course, you could also get them a chocolate bar or something sweet like that every once in a while. And you place those snacks where they can reach them. And every time your kids feel like they want something to munch, they can simply grab the snack of their choice. Obviously, the chocolate option will go first, but after that, they know that there are apples or carrots or whatever prepared for them that they can have later. All right, let's quickly sum up today's tips. Number one was go outside often to run off some energy. Number two, prepare entertainment. Number three, organize virtual playdates. Number four, ask for chores. 
And number five, prepare snacks. All right, so that's it for today. As said before, make sure you check out the last three episodes and the next episode for even more tips on how to work from home when your kids are around. I hope you've liked today's episode and found value in this quick tip. If so, I would very much appreciate if you could leave a review on your podcast platform and share it with your family or friends if you think that they'd find it helpful too. If you don't want to miss the next episode, make sure to subscribe to the Next Level Remote Podcast. As always, I put all of the products, services and websites that I've recommended in the show notes of this episode. Here you can also find tons of other information on remote work and the digital nomad lifestyle if you want to read more about it. Thanks so much again for listening and I wish you a wonderful day and speak to you next time.